so let's get into it. Uh, you guys, we're, we're here. This is Brunch Movies, the epic, the epic season. The epic, the epic season. So epic, you gotta say it twice. You gotta, like, stumble your way through it. Trying to say it twice. You gotta, yeah, exactly. it's that epic, you know, you, your tongue is all tied up with, uh, yeah. and, uh, how you doing, man? Keeping it I'm epic doing, over there? I'm doing well, as mm -hmm. we say. I'm not in a well. No. I'm doing well. Uh, how are you doing, bud? Not good, dude. Not, no? <laughs> not doing so hot. Yeah, kind of, life has been a little bit of a struggle recently. I'm not gonna lie. But one thing that's getting me through it is, uh, these movies that are four hours that I have to set aside two nights <laughs> a week for. So that's good. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to kill time somehow. It doesn't, you yeah. know, it doesn't just pass on its own. My wife loves it. She loves just sitting there for three and a half hours. And I'm like, no, I, I have to take notes. You don't understand. I, I, I really actually have to watch this. Um, that's good. I mean, to have the support of your wife in trying times such as these, it, it's yeah. important. Absolutely. Uh, so we watched zachary snyder's is it zachary snyder's or, or simply Zach I, Snyder? I call him zachary personally but zachary I'm, yeah yeah zachary snyder's sure. justice league hmm. um this is actually a 2017 movie that hmm. was a, a disaster by all accounts i have not seen it i saw the 2017 movie and oh you did I, yeah 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 i did but i have zero uh memory uh, of it you know i have zero ability to recall it Okay. And and I think that's also partially was Batman we, in it. I yeah, Batman was in it. So you I, so you lied. Well, you have some. You have some. I, I had to reread the Wikipedia, so I, I have that to remember that Batman was in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, but I think that's also partially the reason we're bringing some people on, man. Yeah. Um, so would you would you call yourself an expert of DC Comics? <laughs> no, no, I would not. Would I, you I, call yourself an expert on the MCU? No. I'm not an expert on any. Type call of... yourself a fraud. Yes. Okay. I, I would call myself a fraud. Um, In I'm life, a true... or just just with regards to comics. I think the only thing I know well is what a brunch movie is. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the Very only good. thing in my life where I'm not a fraud. So, so for for that reason, that being that we're both frauds, yeah, we we're very happy to introduce um, a longtime friend of mine hmm. and comic book expert. Whoa. Would you say expert I... professor of comics? Yeah, yeah. Expert feels too haughty. I'm a, I'm a humble guy. A humble very, guy. Very humble guy. A humble guy with lots of knowledge of comics. Yeah, I've, I've, I've read a few. Are you the professor? Uh, I've read a few. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we're gonna, my pal Brandon, aka Professor X, aka. That, 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 we'll leave it there. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. We're talking DC, so we got to give you the Professor X, you know, famous yeah, DC I mean, character. Exactly. Famous DC I am more of a Marvel guy. I am more of a Marvel guy. I'll, I'll admit that. But uh, uh, but I've uh, dabbled in uh, in DC as well. So, uh, so for, for a movie about creating a super team to defeat an enemy, we've created a super team here to tackle this movie, which in, in my case, the movie was the enemy. And... <laughs> I think three versus one is, is good. is is pretty. It's in our favor, so this shouldn't be too hard to fight. Hopefully, no other villains show up to defeat us. Oh shit, Andy! What's that on our screen? You, what, what, what's what's appearing? I don't, I don't know what's going on. Oh, it says future Todd. <laughs> it says future Todd. Oh, oh my god! Same Todd. Hello. <laughs> Hello all. 
future Todd here. Hello, Brandon. Oh, no, not you. <laughs> what? Guys. Don't... And dolls. And, and uh, guys and dolls. I, don't, get, don't get carried away. It's, it's just... It's not... I'm not a bad guy. I'm just from the future. I, I just look this way because the future is very, very harsh. I see you're wearing a mask, so are you saying COVID gets even worse from now? <laughs> oh, yeah, there's COVID-21, the COVID-24, COVID-25, I actually kind of like that one. Um, but, you know, now it's everywhere. It's everywhere, so you got to wear your mask even in your home. And, um, sorry, I'm just wearing sunglasses because it's, I'm still in Fukuoka, of course, and it's just kind of sunny here. I've been hot, but I'll take off that, the hat and stuff and... Actually, the oh, mask too. It's kind of it's getting in the way of the mic. So yeah, yeah. I, we want we want good sound, easy edit for John. So I'll just you know I'll just suffer a bit because of it. COVID, uh, yeah, whatever current version we're on. I heard COVID twenty six makes one. your dick huge. Is that true? Yeah. So it all balances out in the end. Yeah. And so get your vaccines, guys. Even it'll it'll fall off, but it'll come right back in when in twenty six. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. Well, welcome, um, to, welcome to the cast, fellas. This is our first four-person cast, is that right? No, no, no. We had the early brunch with Vincent and a few other people, right? In the back. Yeah, but it was mostly just Vincent talking. Anyway, yeah. that's not important. Let's let's this movie is long enough. Let's get into this this movie. <laughs> um so we real now quick, second... am I am I correct in understanding I'm the only person who liked it at all? I I, I liked it okay. Cool. Yeah, two V2. Right. But... You're my ally, Brandon. I okay. wouldn't go that far. <laughs> i don't want so, to get into my opinion so, yet. so maybe um, before we get into okay. the movie yeah. can we maybe just set this up a little bit so sure. we've talked about the mcu a lot on this podcast and the mcu in general is more popular than the dc what's it called the dc multiverse uh, dc extended universe here okay um although all of these dc movies also just make billions of dollars when they get released yeah. like to say that they're oh, yeah. less popular than marvel it means that it's like the second most popular franchise next to mm-hmm. the most popular franchise of all time essentially right justice league was terrible the original justice league was terrible it made 600 million dollars worldwide yeah so so dc awesome. is trying to play the marvel game and They've had some missteps, probably more missteps than Marvel had. And Marvel did have some missteps. Yeah. Sure. But how did we get to? <laughs> so how did, how did we get here, Brandon? How did we get to Justice League? And is Justice League something yeah. where DC just needed in Avengers? They needed yeah, a that, super that, event? That's exactly right. I, I uh, you know, think Marvel did it right in taking several years to build up uh, a, a rapport between audiences and the Avengers characters by giving many of them their own solo films, teasing kind of- Sometimes um, trilogies of films. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, you know, teasing with their uh, end credit scenes that, hey, we're building towards something really exciting here. Uh, they really got uh, audiences uh, looking forward to the next installment uh, by, by doing that. Uh, DC was later to the game and then it was like they were playing catch up. And so they, uh, you know, kind of hastily cobbled together, uh, yeah. uh, some movies and, uh, and, and then rushed into the, uh, the payoff, if you want to call it that with justice league. 
in terms of the universe, there was like the unit, this universe movies, there was like Superman, Man of Steel, uh, right. then Batman versus Superman. And then this more or less, uh, Aquaman came out afterwards. Wonder Woman came out the same year, but slightly afterwards. So like, yeah, it was just so, so quick to get into a Justice League universe, basically. It's not how I would describe this movie. <laughs> this movie is the slowest movie I've ever seen. Yeah, so I kind of, so I guess jumping into it then. They, yeah, they didn't have this build up. They didn't have this idea of, okay, these characters are around and they're familiar with each other and they've had interactions in the past. Although I guess Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman showed up in that one in Batman v Superman colon yeah. Dawn, Dawn of yeah. Justice. Yeah, she did. Do you guys have a memory of Batman versus Superman? That's again, no. it's just like complete gap in my brain. Like I, I, I only watched. Yeah, there's a three-hour version that's like the director's cut, which is full of more zany Snyder, Snyder stuff, cut? much like this. Yeah. Yes, yes. He directed so all the second Snyder cut in the DC expanded universe. Yeah, yeah. Basically, Zack it, Snyder had his hand in in pretty much all of the movies in the DCEU. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't director, he was a producer yeah. or a writer. It'd be kind um, of a quadrilogy where this was the third and fourth movie, basically. Um, but I liked the Batman how, Superman. How so? it, it, <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, Man of Steel. <laughs> Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and then this movie, which is so freaking long that it's two movies. Okay, so that's how yeah. it works. Yeah. That's like the that's Lord of the Rings quadrilogy. That's quadrilogy. The Return of the King was also very long. Yes. Well, that's actually. You know, a Seven Samurai is two movies, actually. Yeah. I had no idea. It's crazy. Well, sometimes people actually do that, right? Like Harry Potter, seven movies, but no, they just made it eight because they're like, no, we got to have a. I think it's for the money. Let's have, have an even number of movies. It's cleaner. <laughs> they even though seven is a very powerful magic magical number. <laughs> yeah. Can you only split the song once? For instance, it's seven. Seven? Merlin's beard, Tom. Isn't it bad enough to consider killing one person? To rip the soul into seven pieces? Yeah, so so basically, I mean, why is this movie, why are we doing this now? 2017 sucked. A bunch of awful people on the internet demanded uh, the Snyder Cut, and then HBO just obliged, right? And then they were able to make... Uh, they they actually filmed additional scenes, which is crazy to me as well. Yeah, so what, why did why did Zack Snyder come off this movie? He had like family issues or something. His, he had to step yeah, down. His, his his daughter died tragically. Oh Jesus! Oh Christ. yeah. So yeah, he just had to leave. The movie was like three quarters done. So the thing is, we're not seeing you know the Snyder cut. We're seeing he made part of a movie and then Joss Whedon recut it to be really bad. Uh, like and then he at, he spent seventy seven million more dollars to recut it his like in this crazy elaborate way that was like his true vision uh, allegedly but I think it's like way oh, more than he was originally going to do uh, in terms of length and in terms of just absurdity I mean now we're talking about an almost four hundred million dollar budget to have made this movie four hundred million dollars can you imagine it, it has what? to have only happened because of this whole HBO Max. Like they needed content. Yeah. Movies aren't coming. They really out. pushed. Yeah, they they're pushing. They pushed for it. I think. I mean, they footed the bill. So, right. And they um, had already kind of announced, like, okay, all of our movies in twenty twenty one are going to come out on HBO Max along with theaters. So already the entire Warner Brothers slate is 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 on this path, but they yeah. just wanted one more feather in their cap. So here you go, Zack Snyder, come back and 
make this movie that a fraction of people were asking for, but then a lot of people watched, I guess. The vocal minority. It's pretty popular. I think it's pretty good regardless of the people who brought it back, but we're jumping ahead, I guess, to our analysis of the movie. Okay, so so let's get a plot summary. Brandon, could you oblige us a plot summary here, being the, the mm, comic expert? Not maybe, an enviable task. Right and maybe yeah. fill in some of the, some of the blanks <laughs> here a, on uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, planet feel, of feel, Apocalypse. And... Yeah, yeah, feel free to uh, to help out because uh, yeah, there, there was a lot there, so I uh, might not uh, be able to cover everything, but uh, yeah, you know, basically you have, um, you know, Superman uh, died at the end of the previous movie uh, in uh, an epic battle. We get a glimpse of that scene uh, to begin with, uh, with Batman and, and Wonder Woman and Lois Lane kind of witnessing the whole thing. Uh, uh, but now they're uh, they're moving on to the the next threat. Wait, just a quick uh, that, question. Was that yell scene in the original one? That- no. no. Just for for fucking five minutes. Just the original begins. The original begins with a weird cell phone video of Superman, where little kids are recording him for a podcast they're doing. Oh, <laughs> can't make so that would have been better up. for us. <laughs> oh, God, that really yell scene! What a way to start! I love the yell. You, love the yell. <laughs> <laughs> I did eight, not. Eight I was long. like, "What the hell is long. going on here?" Is it eight minutes long? No, it's the definition of epic. Yeah, it's his death knell reverberating around the world and the universe for eight minutes, guys. Jeez. Right. Christ. So it's brutal. The, the Atlanteans just, are yeah. tuning in and realizing that Superman died. The Amazonian Amazonians, Amazons. Yep. The Amazons. Uh, Jeff Bezos is down there, and <laughs> he's feeling Superman dying. Um. Do the lanterns take notice? Are the lanterns involved here at all? They didn't. They the didn't lanterns show have it. several cameos, but yeah. Did uh? Um, no. Did the Martian Manhunter? Now this is important here, guys. Martian Manhunter, huge, huge key uh, character to this film. <laughs> um, what does Mars have to do with any of this? Let me ask. Well, you know, I could, I could give you a little insight on Martian Manhunter's character in the comics. We didn't see enough of him in the movie to really know what he's doing, but he is. I think uh, we saw enough of the Martian Man. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. I think we saw plenty. I'm known as the Martian <laughs> Manhunter. I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is that's really your name? <laughs> oh, I'll be in touch. Oh, and some have called me the Martian Manhunter. When he said that, oh, we were way ahead. Oh, wait Let's a minute. get back. It's uh, that last I'm, line. In the I'm movie. also known as Larry. <laughs> and wish flies away. I'm also. I wish he had said, some people know me as John Stewart, which is his canonical name. And then he turns into the Daily Show with John Stewart. No, that's, it's uh, John Jones. Is his canon- oh, John, no. John Stewart is a Green Lantern. Oh, is John God, Jones okay. the uh, cult leader? Who is that guy? Jonestown. Mm, I... Oh. Stick it, yeah. Don't remember. I don't okay, remember. So, cast someone really named John Jones. Yeah, so, I'm sure there's lots of people named John Jones in real life, but the Martian Manor, Manhunter took that on as his secret identity uh, at some point uh, when he came to Earth. And uh, 
But yeah, I guess if we uh, go back yeah, to the after the scream, uh, you know, now we've got Batman and Wonder Woman sorting, sort of trying to prepare for uh, uh, this incoming threat uh, that they they somehow know about. But uh, uh, I think most of the explanation of how they know was also left to the previous movie and involved Lex Luthor. And uh, we, we only get like a little glimpse of that, which I thought was kind of confusing. Uh, it, you know. Well, Wonder Woman hears when Steppenwolf uh, comes back and kills a bunch of Amazons, and then they light the fire. But they were already trying to put together a team. Uh, you know, it seemed to to deal with. Uh, yeah, Batman yeah, was. Yeah. yeah. So that was. But anyways, yeah. Once the threat actually materialized, they kicked it into high gear. Uh, you know, you see. Um, that there are these three mother boxes, uh, which yeah. that, that is Jesus a term Christ. that comes from the comics. Uh, it, it feels a little odd in the movie. Uh, it's but... a mother box. It's just like a pussy. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Basically. I mean, that's all I was running in my head. is like, there's three pussies in this world. <laughs> Gotta fuse them together. <laughs> nice. The Snyder Cut, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'd yeah. Like to see the three Snyder Cut of those three mother boxes. Oh, you get those mother boxes together, <laughs> let me tell you. Unite the three Yeah, moms, so those are, those are the Infinity Stones, basically, but they're yeah, only I, relevant to Earth. Do, does each planet have three mother boxes, or is this one of those like. No, they crazy brought points? them to Earth when there was like the Hercules times and the Green Lantern. Who's they? The, the uh, Dark Side brought them yeah, to Yeah, Dark Side and, and his. Uh, the, uh, the, those weird wizards uh, that that brought them along uh, they weren't very um, there wasn't a lot of explanation on exactly how many mother boxes there are and if if they just bring the same ones around to every world when they transform it or uh, uh, if they uh, have uh, different ones for each world but the explanation they give is that the three boxes are are pretty uh, pretty evil in and of themselves and pretty powerful. They fuse together and then they're able to transform the world and all of its inhabitants to match Darkseid's world of Apocalypse, which is a, a dystopian world to be sure. We're we're told <laughs> that he has conquered a hundred thousand uh, worlds, so it's pretty it's a pretty big empire so he's awesome. got going. <laughs> pretty big deal his dark side waged war on earth he found a secret there a power hidden in the infinity of space he called forth mystics who worshipped and controlled three objects the mother boxes wait, wait, wait mother boxes indestructible living machines made from a science so advanced it looks like sorcery to conquer, three boxes have to synchronize and join together into the Unity. The Unity cleanses a planet with fire, transforming it into a copy of the enemy's world. All who live become servants of Darkseid, alive but drained of life. Parademons. Did he create the yeah. mother boxes or are the mother boxes just around yeah. and he's like oh i can use these yeah i think it's the latter yeah and so I think you're he... also forgetting the anti-life 
Oh yeah. Well. So what's the anti-life? <laughs> yeah. So the anti-life really equation is a is a really kind of convoluted uh, thing from the comics. It is an actual formula in the comics that Darkseid desires to gain because uh, he is able to control uh, uh, things through the formula. Uh, I can read you the actual formula because I looked it up. If you want to hear what yes. it is, yeah, we definitely want to hear. Yeah, it's a hot mess. Uh, I'll, I'll preface this by saying, in the movie, uh, we're basically shown it's like some lava on the ground, uh, which looks really pretty, <laughs> but doesn't make a ton That's of a formula. Sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I was but, just picturing uh, Dark Side putting on glasses, like behind his scary eyes, and like. I gotta figure this shit out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Firing up the Bunsen burner. <laughs> yeah. Whiteboard out, yeah. Uh, so the formula is loneliness plus alienation plus fear plus despair plus self-worth divided by mockery, divided by condemnation, <laughs> divided by misunderstanding, oh, times so awesome. guilt, times <laughs> shame, times failure, times judgment. It throws in N equals Y, where Y equals hope, and N equals folly. So hope is folly. Love <laughs> equals lies, life equals death, and self equals dark side. Wait, I'll so let that hang there. Dark side there is anything. in the formula itself, but he doesn't know the formula. Well, it's spelled differently. You know, dark side in the formula is like just the words <laughs> dark inside. Dark side in the comics, oh, he spells his name. So, so you got a formula that you had like 50 years to think about. You're a, you're a DC writer. You don't use exponentials. You don't use integrals. You don't use half of any of the like cool looking math. You just use plus and my and times and divided by. I got to say. And equals. I like Schneider. I, like I like a pile of lava better. Yeah. <laughs> I think they should have like, like, I like I prefer Zerg Zack Schneider's vision. Surprised there's like no cum in that formula. It's like and you add a little bit of cum. And you make well, that's the, the seed. Of all, that's the seed of all life. Uh, the dark so seed, calm. as it were. Dark yeah, seed. that's calm equals life. We all know that. That's yeah, okay. simple. Dark that's okay. basic math. Is it that's... basically you just figure out like it's an allegory, right? Like you, you it, for self confidence, you would put in. You know, I don't know. How do Sounds you like combine? The yeah, how do you even use enough? that formula? <laughs> how do you use that formula? You have a the desired number enough. of like self, self that you want, and so you have to tweak the other numbers to get to that. Or Basically, like despair is like, well, we got plenty then... of despair, but we need to balance it out with our loneliness. Is that like, <laughs> is it like threading a needle? And then yeah, by... so Dark Side would uh, would speak the equation. Uh, and uh, could then, uh, by doing so, insert the formula into things. So I'll let you make like a joke about box. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Christ. it would it would uh, make whoever uh, he had impressed it upon kind of um, uh, uh, have a mental state that life and hope and freedom are pointless. Uh, and he's so is that what he did to game. Superman? Basically, in theory. That's what it looks like in some of those okay. uh, flash forwards. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, alternate history. What yeah. the fuck is going on with the flash forwards? Yeah, that is well, a that's a that Zack Snyder Zach, special. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing Zack Snyder wanted to wants to make another movie about. That's you a, cannot like a allow CD. this man to make another movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I really want said to. That he's not <laughs> going to, right? He I think he should make every. Yeah, I think he has no intention to actually, um, but. 
because they also have the scene with uh who's the guy with the eye patch brandon who death yeah, Deathstroke yeah. is kind of like the uh, far more Deathstroke. serious version Name's of uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Is he just auto erotic? Nice. He's kind of DC's version of Deadpool. Uh, and he was created before as... Deadpool, correct? Uh, uh, yes, he was. Yeah, Deadpool didn't come around until 91. Same right? amount of characters are as well as Deadpool. Yeah, he's... Well, I think they, they stole like the powers and concepts from Deathstroke to make Deadpool, but then they gave Deadpool the whole like fourth wall breaking like exactly shit, right. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And, and death, dead uh, Deadpool's popularity took off uh, uh, from there. Uh, but uh, right. uh, Deathstroke is is often considered one of uh, uh, the Teen Titans main villains, who's uh, kind of the the Junior Justice League and. Mm. Um, but he does sometimes clash with Batman. They're making a movie of that. I would love to see Zach's, the Snyder cut of the yeah. Junior Justice League of Teen well, Titans. Teen Titans, yes. Robin Cyborg is in that, so. Young I know Cyborg. Get, I'm sure at least all of you want more Cyborg. God, I, oh, man. Can we like, get to Cyborg? Holy shit. I, I'm really happy that we had a five minute slow motion play of football in order to establish uh, that Cyborg's father <laughs> didn't love him. First off, this because... movie has more slow motion than any movie I have ever seen. <laughs> not not 300. No, this has more than 300 just by sheer quantity. I don't know about this. Yeah. yeah. Also, what was up with the quantity. Aquaman slowly walking down a dock, swigging whiskey, badass, looking at dude. the remaining whiskey, so awesome. like, no. Badass, dude. <laughs> he shatters the remaining whiskey bottle. Yeah. Then he, like, goes to the end of the dock like bask in like a giant tidal wave smashing into it he lives underwater does he really like need that much water going on then he rips his shirt off why is he even wearing a shirt in the first where does he keep getting the shirts <laughs> where is he getting the shirts is yeah, he stopping like, by the gap like, well, let me wear this shirt for the rescue rescue yeah. this guy i'm gonna wear a shirt as i walk into this bar and slam this guy down the table so people don't think i'm weird right then i'm gonna take the whole bottle of whiskey go outside still in sight of all these people who might think that i'm weird if i'm not wearing a shirt then rip the shirt off before jumping back into the ocean but keep on jeans though because jeans are great to swim in you know what i mean whiskey Tell him to respect the storm next time. It's on him. Like, I really appreciate that he, you know, what? let the dick flop out. Let it come out. If you're going to take the shirt off, take the pants off as well. Like, yeah, where's that? Use it as an extra propeller. Like, yeah. Yeah, you can check his Snyder. Cut he doesn't even really use his legs, right? He just, I don't no, know, he just magically... uses magic. Yeah, he just okay. I that that is disorienting that they don't actually swim on the water. They just just you know, they fly just, through the they water. They just fly through water. And you could also kind of fly above water, right? Like Aquaman is kind of just like a mini Superman, right? He seems to have superpowers, nah. but he's not in the water. Aquaman anyway. sucks, dude. He was just like <laughs> he was just. First off, what we learn about this movie is that they all suck compared to Superman. None of them have yeah. any like relevant superpowers. I mean, even the Flash is like slower than Superman. You know, <laughs> Wonder Woman is Wonder Woman seems pretty fast too. I mean, they're all just like kind of fa- fast and strong, right? That's it. Some they're of them fast have, and strong have armor. 
and that's where they get some strength from. Yeah, yeah. Batman yeah, has like scene absorb with Wonder Woman like protecting the children from the bullets uh, was also just absurd. Like it's just all like I don't know all the action in the DC movies. Like Brandon, how do you feel about this? Like it seemed like they punch them and they just like fly super fast and, and far across the the screen. Whereas I don't know, like Marvel fights seem to be like more like actual fights. Mm. Like yeah, occasionally it, Marvel, we get like two people flying through the air, right? But it's a lot of punching and like kind of like choreographed. Or this, all the DC fights just seem absurd. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they do tend to uh, to like that uh, fly through the air, often uh, hitting the wall. And yeah. I noticed in this movie in particular, lots of blood stains. <laughs> Yeah, the wall yeah, after yeah. after the impact, which was pretty uh, pretty gruesome. They said fuck a few times in this too, right? So this yeah, is yeah, definitely it's, a it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an R rated movie. Snyder, you know. Uh, oh, very good. Uh, the, very clever. The basically how they've dealt with the superhero powers is they just slow everything down, and then when someone gets hit, they just put it back to real time, and that person just goes flying, right? But for the only way that they, for whatever Snyder is or whatever decision making they've done this seems like well if we make it slow motion we know that they're actually moving really fast so it's a cool actions but when you just everything's all slow and shit and stuff's blowing up it's just kind of boring i don't know it just it's, it's just all slow and boring you know what i mean like it's there's no it's well, also i think it works for through, the like, flash a little yeah. bit I would argue it works yeah, for the Flash, the flash to have scene, other people so slow down than like, just show him go really fast. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. I don't know, the Flash's intro was I so like the stupid. Flash. Save, saving that girl who's just like like the extremely slow motion of her like flying through the air in this car crash. He takes the hot dog. It's awesome. <laughs> I was so bored by that whole scene. Like just the way she smiled at him to begin with. You're like, oh, okay. Well, obviously, like something bad is happening to her. You know? Like, just, oh yeah. You know she's about to like almost die. And he we basically get spread over two and a half hours, essentially forty five minutes on each character, kind of setting them up. And most of that forty five minutes is like slow motion nonsense that has nothing to do with the plot at all it's just to establish the character I, I in place think, of a fully fledged origin story or some story that ties into the mother boxes with with these characters we instead get 45 minutes of nonsense in a four hour long movie trying to do the work of 10 years of marvel films leading up to infinity war it's kind of kind of how i felt this movie was going Gosh, I hope everyone's okay. See, in times of crisis, for dog work, I always bring a meat snack, because it makes them feel calm, because you never know what's gonna happen in this city. I mean, oh my gosh, right? I start on Monday? It's pre-Aquaman, pre-Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. And was yep. it? So yeah. that's why those characters You know, are Wonder really Woman weak. might have come out just before it. Uh, they were the same year. They were basically being developed at the same time. Yeah. How, yeah. So, like, they couldn't reference Wonder Woman too much, which is why I think Wonder Woman and Aquaman have no arc. And I think, uh, I, I guess I could agree that, yeah, it's not a full movie's worth, but I think um, Cyborg and Flash have an arc 
and so does Superman. But like, yeah, they obviously were like, well, we'll let these characters shine more in their own movies. So like, yeah, they're kind yeah, of just okay. like I want to talk about Cyborg. Yeah, can we can we talk about Cyborg? And I want to I want to reenact a scene in this movie somewhat <laughs> as well. Okay, so uh, Cyborg gets in a car accident. And they show him, and they're like, "He's gonna die." He's in the hospital, and he's got like some scratches on his chest, and it looks fine. Looks a fine. head injury. Why does he lose ninety five percent of his body? <laughs> yeah, to become uh, uh, cyborg. Uh, can we can we reenact the scene, Andy? You ready? I'm gonna be. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna be. So, cyborg. so you're cyborg, and I'm yeah. what? Cyborg's father. You're the dad, right? Okay, I'm the dad. Okay, yeah. so I've got my son's body. I'm like, I can't let this guy die. Yeah, I'm gonna take him to my lab, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna. Okay, well, his legs seem fine. His legs weren't impacted in the crash. I'm gonna chop his, his legs off all the way above his head. Son, yeah. I'm about to take your legs off. Why are you doing that? I'm gonna plug you into an alien technology called a mother box and see what happens, but I'm sure that your legs can't be there for, before I do this, okay? So we're gonna okay. take your legs as long, off. As long as you don't cut off my dick. <laughs> nope, that's coming off too, son. No, that's, Dad, no, not my dick. Your hips. I gotta take off both your arms, even though it's your your presumably your chest and brain that are damaged we're going to remove all your other body parts what about first, my belly those are... i've always lacked that no that's that's gotta go okay gotta go dad no yeah and, and okay now i'm going to take your arms off too but what about the left side of my face i really like no that no part. that's gotta no, go and everything's no, gotta dad, go no. i'm gonna keep only the right side of your face and then i'm gonna plug you into this box and grow you a new body in order to keep you alive what you get, what about a, a robot dick or something like that no no, son. No, robot dick, no! But I will make you a god. Okay. Thanks, Dad. But I won't come to your football games. No, you're not going to come? <laughs> He's still too busy. Okay, yeah, so Brandon, give, give us some background on Cyborg here. What the uh, fuck, man? This character was devoid of charisma. He, it, was, it was one of the most, like... It, it, it was the worst character of any movie I've ever seen. Wow, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't dislike day. it. Oh my god, it's a dark. I didn't movie, dislike Dave, it. That's, that's all. A dark movie, but a dark. Todd, how dare you call the only black character in this? And say that it's a. That this is a dark movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, the origin story of uh, Cyborg is um, uh, you know not too far off in the comic books, and that um, you know he is the son of uh, two scientist uh, parents and um, he ends up uh, having an accident and they need to um, uh, save him and so they do so by uh, uh, kind of these experiments Um, it didn't involve the mother boxes in the comic books uh, but um, it did involve kind of this enhanced technology the uh, cyborg if anybody uh, you know looks at uh, um, kind of pictures from the comics when uh, when he uh, originally took the scene, uh, you know, he he was, uh, you know, pretty uh, evenly split between human and, and uh, machine. Um, so I, I was Did they surprised. let him have his dick? Uh, I think so. <laughs> Does he have children uh, in the comics? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Um, but, I'm looking uh, at the comics. It looks like he might have, he might have his dick. I think I would think so. You know, I, I don't know that they've ever examined that Did too they never closely. Address it? It's not, <laughs> <a crotch>. yeah. <laughs> not addressed. Yeah, they try to be family friendly a little bit. Right. You know? Yeah. But he, uh, yeah, he, he definitely has more of uh, his humanity in the uh, in the comics uh, than than in this movie. That was a kind of a surprising choice to 
pretty much just leave him with a fraction of his face as I mean, far there, as the human goes. There's a scene where it's just like a quarter of his body, just like yeah. suspended, right? Yeah. And, yeah, because I mean, even Wikipedia, like he still has both of his arms. They're human arms. It looks like his right. chest is, is kind of, but he looks like almost like nanobot muscles more so than just being Ultron. Like he just looked like Ultron. Yeah, well, it's yeah. clear. They were like, this is the DC Iron Man guy, except he has no charisma, isn't funny, has no dick. Didn't just, want to become cyborg. Didn't want to become also cyborg. Also, a god. Like, can just yeah. do anything. Like, can change money. Can do anything with any electronic system. But he still keeps people in debt. Like, he just, he literally just helps one person. He sees by an <laughs> ATM. He's like, all right, uh, that's good enough. You know? It seems well, like I mean, <laughs> if your dad could, like, do this to you, yeah. he could do this anyway. separate from you and then save you with this technology, yeah. right? Like, if you basically create a god-like robot technology... Wouldn't that godlike robot technology be able to save a, a body damaged by a car accident? Who, who like, well, we did see him bring Superman back to life. So yeah, apparently, so he brings uh, Superman back to life using this box as well. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Pussy brings Superman back. You know well, yeah, why I mean? didn't he just bring his body back to life? His own body. He's like, screw this. Like, yeah. I'm going to use my body to bring back my own real body. And then, like, Cyborg can just be like a computer that we go to if we need it. Like, doesn't. I don't know. You're just yeah, also saying anyone... that his body was ruined. I don't know. Yeah. And right, Superman's so body Superman, was fine. Right? Yeah, Superman, Superman was, was like dead. impaled, but he was, his body wasn't like ripped apart or anything. Yeah, but even yeah. in the scene in the he hospital, his body wasn't wounded. ripped apart. His body was yeah, just there. Know. It was a little yeah, banged up. up. He's a little yeah. banged up. He was, was a little, a little banged up. Like maybe his brain needed to be repaired. So okay, yeah. I, I get it. Like give him a robot brain. Cool, but his body seemed fine. I don't think he broke any legs. Um, yeah. Also, did anyone so, just think whenever one of the uh, the parademons showed up, it was cyborg? Like they just looked identical <laughs> to me. Every yeah. time a parademon jumped out of somewhere, I was like, "Well, is that? Wait, why are they fighting cyborg? Like it just, it just always felt like they were fighting cyborg." Well, and they they kind of explain that once we do find out that it was the mother box that uh, that uh, built Cyborg and and the mother box builds the parademons. But yeah, it did make uh, sometimes, especially in the darker scenes, which was eighty five percent of the movie. Uh, <laughs> you do yeah, <laughs> you do have some confusion. The sheen of this movie is fucking batshit. It's it's you know, it's so digitally colored, altered. It it makes distinguishing shapes. Like I felt like I. I felt like I, I was in on acid or something. You know, was, I don't even know what I was looking at half, half this movie. A lot of Zack Snyder's stuff is is very. I mean, if you think about the Man of Steel movie, which you know was the 2013 Superman uh, movie, uh, you know there has never been a Superman movie that was so dark, uh, just in terms of the actual lighting in the. He looks. Uh, he likes movie. like industrial and drab palettes, basically. Yeah, so for I, sure. I'm not a fan of that much myself either. Yeah. Um, it's okay and it's okay in in uh certain scenes or in small doses but to do an entire series of movies is uh is a, is a lot but we've watched uh, movies from the 1960s this season i mean we've watched what five or six epics by the time this comes out and this movie costs 400 million dollars it is by far the worst looking movie of all you know it, this, it just looks like no, it really trash. it really is like it looks it, like trash it looks I, worse I, than like attack of the clones which was also just like all green street like was there a single set like where they were just on 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 scene like or what's it called on location was there a single on location like did they i don't think they want there's so many scenes of them in a desert or in like a 
rocky area or something. Oh, None they filmed of, all they, the underwater scenes in, in the ocean. In the real the Superman ocean. Memorial <laughs> is sad. Um, I like the Superman Memorial scene, but whatever. I, I, I'm convinced you guys don't like, like any a, aspect a of this set. movie, so. I don't. I, I really didn't. I really thought it was very awful. Are we still in the plot synopsis at this point? We gotta point? get out of this plot. The plot. The plot. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be bogged down for hours. If we, Do we, we want to get into? Yeah. Far be it for me to suggest a segment. <laughs> so Brandon, can, so it sounds like Todd and Brandon enjoyed this. Yeah. So, so bring us, bring us back to light here. We're just talking about the darkness of this. Yeah. Maybe um, from a I, book yeah. standpoint. Was this some like famous storyline in the comic books that was fun to see brought to life for you? Um, it, you know, the kind of the struggle against dark side is a, uh, an ongoing uh, uh, theme in the comics that uh, is always a lot of fun. Uh, there have been a lot of cartoon movies that have done it very well, uh, as well as the comics, uh, because dark side is so powerful and commands a huge army. Uh, it does require the full Justice League to come together, which is always the fun of it. Uh, this movie uh, uh, was, I think, still successful in capturing the fun of having the whole Justice League together, uh, at least for an initial uh, 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 foray, I guess. Um, despite its struggles, I, I still enjoyed seeing all of those characters brought to life and... and uh, uh, succeeding, triumphing over uh, over dark side's forces. Where would you put this on a scale? If you had Avengers, I mean, you said you're a Marvel guy. So if you had Avengers, Infinity War slash Endgame on a, on a scale of one to ten, hmm. and and then then this movie, like where does where does Avengers land, and where does this land? Yeah, I so I would give you know like the first Avengers movie. I would give you know probably like a, a eight or nine out of ten. You know, and then I would the give, one with Loki. Uh, yep, and then I would okay. give uh, uh, you know the uh, End Game. Uh, you know, and uh, probably an eight out of ten. Um, mm -hmm. I would give this uh, probably a five or a six out okay. of ten. Fair enough. But I want to hear Todd. Yeah, what, what would yeah, you be Todd. Okay, I mean, I agree. Like, this movie has just an insane amount of heavy lifting to do. Uh, and you could argue that none of that works, and I can't really argue against that. <laughs> I, I like, like, I'm not going to bother, because, like, it's impossible. Um, I think there's a lot of, like, individually good scenes, um, and a lot of it is that I'm comparing it to the original cut, which literally does nothing. Um, like... Steppenwolf is this stupid-looking lieutenant. He's this lieutenant of Darkseid. Darkseid is only ever name-dropped by, and like you never see him. Um, the parrot, like, uh, what's his? Uh, sorry, Steppenwolf is so forgettable that I just forgot his name. Um, he shows up with, he shows up alone most of the time. He almost, he rarely has parademons with him. So I think he's a cool, he's a cool enough villain. They build him up really really well and then superman just murks him and it's pretty awesome um i think you know a couple of the story arcs are good i really like superman's arc i like this i, I think the movie takes a good like it like a arousing tonal change once once superman comes back um but it's not in like a everything is immediately resolved because like superman still has his like internal conflict and stuff uh and you know the, the mother boxes are still really powerful i just think it's insane it's it's like when they did um, 
Guardians of the Galaxy or something. It's just an insane push that they were able to make a movie like this. And the fact that Zack Snyder said, like, well, I don't really have proper cinematic universe build up to do something like this, but I'm just going to go for it because people want to see it. And so for it to exist is cool in and of itself, in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. And I like the Joker and I like the uh, artificial universe at I the like end. The Joker. I think it's crazy that they made Jared Leto's Joker anything but a laughing stock. By the way, they they threw him in there. Um, but I was yeah. laughing pretty hard when he showed up. <laughs> cool. I laughed a lot during this movie. There were just so many scenes where it's just like this is so stupid. Like I just. <laughs> I would argue it's good. It's 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 good enough. It's bad enough to be good then for some people. <laughs> so just, uh, I can have it always. <laughs> I, I want to quickly sum up, and and I mean this in no uncertain terms. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I have never seen a worse Good movie night. than this movie. Like Brandon, I kind of, I, but we saw Electra in theaters together when we were in. That's college. right. <laughs> That's right. I, I, I think, I was, I liked Electra more than this. Wow. <laughs> like I, I, I mean, that was like almost fifteen years ago now. But yep. I remember leaving that movie thinking it was bad, but like it still had like a functioning plot that flowed. It was cohesive. It was over in 90 minutes. You know, like this is punishment. And Electra is like kind of known as one of the worst superhero movies to be made. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Maybe some of the fantastic fours, like throw those in there. Yeah. Those are not well, well liked. And uh, the the daredevil movie was not, uh, not well liked either. The only reason you can say this isn't the worst movie ever made is because it is a comic book movie and there's an extended universe. But if you take this as it is, as a, you know, as a movie, this is so awful in every single way. And from the acting to the pacing, to the, to look, to the, just, just everything about it. I fucking hated this movie. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, and I fucking love it, this movie. I, <laughs> I just, I hated it. It's I, a I big swing like, in every way. I thought it was like, like in a fugue watch state this watching this. I was like, what the fuck is going on in my brain? Uh, am, I, am I, am I, am I okay? People hate it will remember it for the rest of their lives. I don't remember <laughs> half the movie because it's just, yeah, just there's so much going on and you're just like, what? I, I will say that I'm now intrigued and if, if, Jack, if Zack Snyder gets to watch another movie, I will, or gets to make another DC movie, I will watch it, I guess. All but right. I consider of, that a Pyrrhic victory. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a train wreck sort of thing where I just you got you can't take your eyes off of it. Should we get into hot takes hot kicks? Yeah, let's do it. Yes. I need your arms around me. I need to feel your touch. Um Todd, are you, you coming in hot with something here? Or do you want it should, should we go first? Uh go ahead. I got a good hot take. Dave, Dave, you, you start us off here. Hot take. Uh, they should have shaved Henry Cavill's chest hair. I, I, I thought it was very disorienting seeing him just shirtless, <laughs> very full chest hair. Um, made me kind feel of a Pierce Brosnan in uh, yeah. this is Doubtfire look. Right, absolutely. <laughs> you know, but more buff. He was just so, so Isn't that pretty brunchy, though? That movie is, but not this chest hair scene. <laughs> This okay. chest hair scene really threw me off my game. I felt sw- somewhat emasculated. And um, to be honest, I don't appreciate when a movie makes me feel that way. So hot take, they should have shaved his chest. I'm gonna throw that what do you there. think about Aquaman? Was he looking good? Did he make you feel... 
his tattoos were cartoonish to me mm. in a certain way. So like, it yeah. was, I, I was like, oh, he, that's just like a shirtless cartoon man. But Henry Cavill's sure, like sheer masculinity and and like, you know, he's been dead for what six months and he just looks fantastic. You well, know, your hair no... keeps growing when you die. Yeah, because I mean, he had a perfect perfect hair <laughs> that, that's stuff. maybe why yeah maybe his chest hair because he was shaving it before and then sure enough he dies and they, it, it just keeps growing so anyway i like man. to think the mother boxes might have moisturized it a little bit uh, in, yeah in the recreation yeah. i think so too well it, it warmed up a lot of mother boxes around the world when they got to see that so <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's your hot take there that's babe. my hot take they should have shaved it not that it looked good but they should have shaved it but the take yeah. is they should have thought about the people in the audience, both men and women, the men sitting next to their women who are who are who are just, you know, yeah. Even if I were willing to try, what makes you think they'd listen? I don't know, General. Guess I'll just have to trust you. What are you smiling about, Captain? Nothing, sir. I just think he's kind of hot. Get in the car, Captain. Mm-hmm, yes, sir. All right. Um, my hot take is that every movie should follow in the footsteps of the Snyder Cut. And whenever a character does anything, like, okay, like I just, Cyborg just punches a guy in the face. Here comes Wonder Woman to mm. slash at him change the music change the score entirely to remind me that this is wonder woman i need that amazonian that amazon chanting come in because otherwise how am i going to know that wonder woman holding her sword and whip and shield in the wonder woman costume is actually wonder woman without without the music completely changing they did that every time she did she did a significant attack every time and it was so good so please do that in every movie you know, kind of like, just sitcom, like when the when Steve Urkel comes on scene and the crowd goes wild, right? Like we kind of need that in movies to remind me was, which characters are which. It was for the blind viewers, right? <laughs> I also like because the movie's in four three; it's not in widescreen. If they would just like, oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> <laughs> if they just only widescreen Wonder Woman, just to like, <laughs> just like something weird like that, you know? Like we need to we need to see more of this woman because. I started watching this in the morning yesterday and I think the glare from outside was like I couldn't see the TV as well and then I restarted it at night and it was in 4-3 and I was like wait there's something wrong with my TV like why is did I like accidentally select the 4-3 version of this I'm like googling I'm texting Dave you know what's 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 going on like is it this movie is widescreen right like am I watching the wrong he's like no man it's in four I was like I didn't even notice for the first 30 minutes and then it was a jarring experience for me to discover later All right. Uh, what's, yeah. your, what's your guys' hot take? You don't. You, you don't have to have one, but we encourage. Yeah. Go ahead, Todd. Um, my hot take, and this ties into it being the seamless experience of you watching in four three, not even noticing it, is that this is basically the start of a like. This should this movie, if it was viewed as the start of a crazy mini series on HBO that had like a lot more episodes coming, I think you know it would be universally praised as, as wonderful as like awesome and like really intriguing in terms of where it's going to go uh and i think that's like the in- intent would make it four three to like remind you of the old warner brothers cartoons which if they were live action would just be so insane it's so absurd 
in terms of how faithful they are to the comics. And I really like the the attempt in that regard. So yeah, I think this is this is attempting to be like those cartoons is basically my take. And if we if we you know something we didn't talk about is how this movie is divided into parts. Uh, yeah, which, exactly. You know, kind of made it you know when you think about like oh a four hour movie, but like if you really broke it up in the parts, it would make it uh, feel more like you were watching it in an episodic uh, format, which wouldn't yeah. be nearly as as grueling. Yeah, I love it. That's when an argument I make, but all, parts. Like yeah. I think <laughs> I think everybody here broke it into parts while watching it, and yet the opinions are are still very uh, div- well, divided. Listen, we, gotta, so. we gotta go back yeah. to Ten Commandments here, and if a movie's gonna be in parts, I need someone to, at the beginning of a movie, right. come out <laughs> on stage with a microphone and yeah. tell me that this movie is gonna be broken into parts, so there will be intermissions. Mm-hmm. How many intermissions? Mm-hmm. Tell me the length of the movie. And then so, yeah, tell, you may... list all of the authors and comics that this movie could potentially draw as inspiration from. <laughs> so you have, like, how am talking... I supposed to compare myself without this man uh, coming on yeah. stage? Has to be a stage, too. The story takes three hours and 39 minutes to unfold. There will be an intermission. Thank you for your attention. So you have like a slightly dapper parademon, and he's like zooming in on a Zoom call to like be the current equivalent. And he'd be like, yeah, this is a four by three movie. Uh, It's divided into parts. It's really, really weird and really, really re-edited from it it, if you've seen it before. And there will be an intermission if if you take one. Yeah, awesome. optional then, intermission. Awesome. Then, so I think epilogue yeah. too. You know, you need that. Oh, I love epilogue. the epilogue. You really needed that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you really needed thirty minutes tacked on at the end to really tie this one to really confuse us. Yeah. <laughs> you could call me the Martian Manhunter. Yeah, you can call me the Martian. Uh, Brandon, do you have a hot take? Yeah, you, you know, I think uh, my hot take is that uh, we could have done with uh, uh, with more uh, 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 Batman uh, actually uh, actually yeah. in his costume and and doing relevant things uh, to the movie. He often insisted as to how he he had brought this whole team together, but pretty much he only got the Flash and uh, Wonder Woman did, did the rest of the work. Well, he was working and on that other, plane, man. He was, yeah, working, he was trying to get yeah, that yeah. plane to fly. Because he was they too need... busy crushing on Wonder Woman, Brandon. Yeah, I mean, exactly. exactly. Yeah, Can Wonder I Woman don't... fly? Or no, she has the invisible jet, right? She has the, She ties a lasso that lets her fly. But I'm not sure if she knows how to do that yet. Like, I, the she funny throws thing the is... lasso and grabs it. And no, she has flies. an invisible jet. She does get... She does get airborne, but it's not quite flight. It's kind of, you know, Aquaman and Wonder Woman both are able to, you know, they're, they're almost like super crazy. jumps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, like at the beginning when she threw that bomb up uh, through the ceiling in the air. Or Ang Lee Hulk style jump. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. It, um, it's I near actually, flight, but not quite. Because I'm wondering, actually, yeah, how much did they really need that ship? Batman's like, I'm going to have this shit, man. It's going to carry us all. It's like, yeah, well, Superman just, can fly. There's, there's like a huge plot device. This fucking The ship. Flash can run really fast. So check. Those two two people can get there in no time at all. Right. We got uh, everyone but Superman through the force field. That was the point of the ship, I think. But like, yeah. But they didn't even know about the force field when he's building the ship. <laughs> no, no, no. No, sure. <laughs> Found out about that. It's like, good thing I built yeah. this ship. Because <laughs> I'm going to come in I handy. The ship that. I need Cyborg I to, to, Brandon, to diagnose it wants to fly. Yeah. Brandon, so anyways, to... that's that's my hot take is is uh, I, I wanted more Batman. Yeah. I guess it's the hot take because, you know, adding anything onto a four hour movie. Is, uh... 
Rob, Brandon, I've talked Rob to I've talked to another like a few other people who really love comics, and they they actually like uh, Ben Affleck's Batman. Like not mm. not Ben Affleck as Bruce damage. Wayne, not as Bruce Wayne, but like the style of the way they design Batman to be like really chunky, and also he's like kind of just like a crazy murderer. <laughs> like in Batman vs Superman, he just kills a bunch of like random bad guys. Um, but what, do you would you have any thoughts on that? Uh, you know, I uh, I don't dislike Ben Affleck as mm-hmm. Batman. Um, I have a hard time uh, remembering that he's Batman, especially in a movie like this where they <laughs> they uh, don't have him in the suit very often. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so much. Yeah, he is super Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but uh, but I, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, I, I think he's fine, especially they were looking for, you know, this is a Batman who has been Batman. Uh, you know, we learned for uh, for 20 years already at this point, um, yeah. uh, you know, so he's a he's a mature Batman. Uh, so the, mm. the gray hair kind of you know suits him yeah. and uh, very weathered. Um, yeah, weathered and, and you know, a little has lost Robin as they like, yeah, they point out in the epilogue and stuff like well, that. Well, even Batman yeah. versus Superman was kind of took its inspiration from Frank Miller's uh, what yeah. is it, Dark Knight Returns? Yeah, where yeah. Superman and Batman are kind of fighting each other, and Batman has the kryptonite gloves and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then anyway. they stop killing each other because they're both their mom's names are Martha. <laughs> That's a tr- true beat in the story. <laughs> nice. You are never a god. You are never even a man. You're letting him kill Martha. What does that mean? Why did you say that name? Martha, why did you say that name? Uh, stop! Please, stop! Why did you say that name? It's his mother's name. It's his mother's name. Okay, very, let's get to our hotcakes. Very reviled. We got hotcakes. Um, uh, I, I, I can go ahead, Tom. I would just say the, the Flash. Um, yeah. They, they give, like, okay... I, I think I think it was really cool at the end when Flash is running towards like singularity that's happening because the mother boxes got created and they do an effect where he is at first running the world like stops being destroyed and then it starts being undestroyed faster than he is running because he is pushing time to go backwards faster than he is moving. I thought that was a really cool effect. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to it's going to be my really pinpoint. That's a really my, my hot cake. Yeah, I, I didn't like understand what was happening there. Okay, <laughs> no. yeah. I would recommend re-watching just that, that 10 seconds yeah, that's if, you, if you ever care to. <laughs> 10 seconds! Never, never 10 seconds. Okay. I'm with you on that one. I, I liked that scene. And I also, one more, just for good fun, they um they improved Steppenwolf. I will send a picture of Steppenwolf to the chat Yeah, fun, fun fact about like. Steppenwolf. They uh, in the comics, magic he is ride. what's that? It's you know, Steppenwolf, magic carpet ride. Oh, the, <laughs> the band Steppenwolf, yeah. The character, first, Brandon. it's uh, I believe the band did. I think the character is probably named after the uh, here's after the Steppenwolf band. in the chat, <laughs> or I'll just share my, my screen. Whoa, yeah, look how stupid he looks. Okay, see yeah. ya, friend. Like, you just walk away from that guy laughing. Um, but yeah, yeah, he does look really yeah. dumb in that version. Yeah, 
Okay. Steppenwolf in, in the comics is the uncle of Darkseid wow. and uh, oh. the, the general of all of Apocalypse's uh, forces. Is and, he as uh, like hated by Darkseid, like implicitly just kind of like ignored by him? Uh, not initially, you know, maybe okay. there have been some story arcs where that happens, but uh, but he's often a recurring bad guy who comes in and messes mm-hmm. with Wonder Woman and some of the other Justice League members. Uh, he dies at one point and is resurrected like like most uh, comic book characters at one point or another. Uh, so maybe we haven't seen the end of him I hope in we the have. movies. I really, <laughs> really do. Um, all right, yeah, my, hot cake, my hot cake, are you guys ready for this? cyborg now <laughs> i know i've been dishing on cyborg a lot in this movie and but what i the reason he's my hot cake is it shows that no matter your lack of charisma no matter your lack of acting chops backstory or any type of compelling story device history of head injury due to football playing yeah <laughs> you, you know no matter any of that you can still succeed in hollywood and i really like that so <laughs> He's only as, made as, as 95% CGI. As a 95% dickless robot, you still will get <laughs> at least probably $2 million to play that role. Maybe more. And I just He's also the cool. only male character that doesn't make you feel emasculated, so... No. If anything, it makes Swish. me really, really feel negative. But that's my hot cake. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> Another... in, in computing, there's no negatives. There's only ones and zeros, Dave. So yes, that's, um... yes, yes. Another fun fact about uh, a Cyborg in the comics, his character hails from uh, Detroit, Michigan. Saw that on Wikipedia. Hell yeah, cool. N- yeah. Near and dear to, to most of us, or all of us, I think. So Detroit so. exists, and Metropolis exists. What's the other one? Central City? Is that where the Flash, yeah, is, Flash from? is from? Mm-hmm. Gotham, the, of course. The G- yeah, Gotham. What, did these things actually have locations on the map? Like in DC? Like, I, I think in Marvel, there's a few fake places like... Um, Wakanda is fake. Wakanda and, and uh, Madripoor, Madri- right? Yeah, that's called yep. kind of the Asian country of Madripoor. Yeah, and then G- Geonosis, G- Gen- uh, Genocean, Gen- Genoa. What's that? What's the mutant? Genosha, the, the mutant island. Yep. Also, the right. Russian stand-in where they drop the island. Oh, Sokovia. Sokovia. <laughs> Sokovia was created for the MCU only, I believe. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that had ever been in the comics until yeah. until the movies. But so. But obviously, you know, Avengers headquarters, New York City, right? Um, so does DC use like a real map? It, you know, it, yes and no. Like if you if you look stuff up online, you can kind of see, um, you know, where at least what state they would uh, they would place some of these uh, cities in. Um, uh, you know, the Justice League uh, stuff definitely being on the on the East Coast. Uh, Gotham City is, uh, you know, very similar to New York City. Um, you know, you have the um, Teen Titans, um, their uh, tower is on the West Coast, kind of a California deal. Uh, Central City is kind of in the in the plains. Uh, Chicago, uh, you know, like Iowa, Nebraska. Yeah, I'm looking now. Nice. It's near to near to Keystone City in Kansas. Which um, yeah. seems to be important for Flash and Flash 3. Flash 2 is from Central City, but not Flash 1 or 2 or 3. Andy, what's your hot cake? <laughs> what's your hot cake? Hot cake is, um, you know, I got to give a shout out to the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force. Oh, nice. Uh, because, <laughs> really timely shout out right now. Yeah, because you know what? They're they're just doing cool things like giving us babes like Gal Gadot. Yeah. We can come into a Marvel movie and like 
not really do anything like in terms of acting prowess, but just kind of look sexy in different leather outfits. And it's pretty tight. You know, I, I'm sure yeah. that that's all they, they're up to. Um, the IDF, I, I don't think they're doing anything bad. No. And they're just giving us babes to be in our Hollywood movies. So shout out to you guys. Keep doing what support you're doing. Support all troops. It's awesome that and, she yeah, never learned all an troops. American accent so that all of the Amazons have Israeli accents. Like, <laughs> she couldn't do an American accent. So that's just why. She doesn't need an American accent, no. okay? You know, it's she's perfect the way she is. And um, I hope that she s- continues to serve uh, four more years in the IDF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give you my my hot cake here. Uh, I actually, uh, my favorite scene in this movie was uh, uh, the uh, 5,000-year-old battle, uh, the original invasion when Uh, I came to the planet, even though it does put a little bit of a plot hole in the movie, which I'll get to in a second. Uh, That scene, even though you you can criticize it for being uh, entirely CG or nearly entirely CG, uh, it it added a lot of flavor and a lot of uh, Easter eggs for for comic book fans. Um, uh, I really, I I actually paid attention during that scene, so I'll 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 join with you on that, Brandon. I kind of had forgotten, but that I was kind of uh, that made me Google like Zeus DC and you know kind of this this old age. Zeus, uh, Zeus is actually Wonder Woman's father, uh, which is oh, neat. Uh, makes her half brother to uh, to Ares, who appears uh, in that fight scene as well. Uh, we get fun, some lanterns uh, flying around yeah, there. Yeah, get the lanterns. Yeah. Uh, so with with Ares, it's cool. So Ares was actually the villain in the Wonder Woman movie, right? And that's uh, uh, Wonder Woman's half brother. Uh, they actually no had memory. David Thewlis's, uh face uh, on uh, uh, that version of Ares in that fight scene. Uh, he delivers that axe uh, hit to uh, to dark side. Uh, so David Thewlis is uh, many of them. Uh, many people know him as the uh, Remus uh, Lupin actor from uh, from Harry Potter. Uh, so it was neat neat to see that they uh, tied those movies together by by having him uh, you know just briefly uh, uh, appear there in that battle scene. Uh, and then you have the Green the Lantern Potter universe. What's that? And tied in the Harry Potter universe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed the Green Lantern uh, too. So that um, yeah. that Green Lantern uh, is uh, Yalin Gurr is his name. Mm, yeah, uh, he was uh, the Green Lantern <laughs> for this sector uh, of the nice. uh, of the universe. And for those that don't know, our sector of the universe or the DC sector of the universe for for that contains Earth is two eight one four. So Hal Jordan. John Stewart, they eventually become Green Lanterns for for that same sector. But uh, this is uh, Yalinger. I was a little disappointed at, at um, uh, the fact that he went down kind of like a chump. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. uh, but the fact that that we got to see a Green Lantern, uh, uh, you know, in the fight and rallying with the uh, the Earth Defenders, I thought was mm. uh, was really fun. Uh, and just right. that fight scene overall was well done. But I do want to mention, even though this is my my hot cake and I like it, it does bring up. Uh, kind of a plot hole uh, in the original theatrical cut. Uh, it was Steppenwolf that came, and not Darkseid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the fact that Darkseid came, he's looking for the anti-life equation. He found it. He gets driven back. Okay, fine. Uh, but then we find out later in this movie, yeah, he doesn't it's know. Like he had completely forgot where it was. <laughs> and and Zack Snyder, there's actually a, a, a fan reached out to him to say, mm-hmm. you know, why? How do you explain that? 
And he basically just said, you know, uh, he almost died when he got back to apocalypse. He faced a power struggle. Uh, and, and over the course of 5,000 years, a lot of things were forgot and, and kind of put on the back burner. And he just, you know, kind of got, uh, didn't get back around to it. And so it was basically <laughs> just bullshit. like, I thought it was like, well, the- wait a minute. This is like his life's goal. Like, yeah, what, why, why, like, how would he ever forget how to get back to the planet that, uh, uh, the, the one planet that was able to put Steppenwolf back. figured it so, out. Steppenwolf. Well, yeah. Also, wouldn't a better explanation be that he, he came just to conquer the Earth yeah. and didn't yeah. know the anti, like... And I well, also in don't the understand. movie, it's implied that the, the mother boxes are hiding it from him somehow. Like, it's stupid that I'm able to think of a better excuse than Zack Schneider was. But, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and like, you would think the moment Come that Steppenwolf uh, uh, found, you know, the first mother box, he would go, oh, this is that planet. But it actually took him until <laughs> later in the movie. And he has a, like a, a revelation there. Yeah. where he's like, yeah. oh, oh, this is. This is that planet, you know. It's like, well, why, why did it take you that long to realize it? And then he tells slow Kassad on the update. Yep, yep. <laughs> little, little too slow to be believable, in fact. But, but, anyways, that's uh, that was my favorite part of the movie was uh, was that scene. It was a well, well done battle scene uh, with a lot of uh, fun elements to it. Brandon, did you notice when um, Cyborg had the vision of like of Dark Side? conquering the world when he activated the mother box there was another green lantern just slaughtered in the foreground yeah. of, the, of the of the future so like zach schneider yeah. must have it in for green lantern or something. exactly both times so like that was oh, hey um... guys <laughs> <laughs> that Killed green lantern was uh, was uh kilowog who actually awesome. is uh he's he's a uh you know these are alien these are alien names he okay. uh, don't be racist is, uh, guys he trains he's part he of the Wu-Tang Hal Jordan's kind of Kilowog. friend and mentor. Oh, nice. Yeah. Let's do the um let's let's move on to the uh the brunchiness of this movie. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna start. It, it it gets a I say my scale is one to seven, it gets a one. It's a fucking piece of shit. It's not brunchy at all. It's too long, it's a drab, it's boring. You put this on in the background, people would think you'd have bad taste and they wouldn't want to eat brunch <laughs> with you. So so people are going to stop hanging out with you because you put it on the Snyder Cut. So so I'm giving it a one out of seven. It's the least brunch movie I've ever seen. Yeah, not brunchy. Yeah, I, I'd say not brunchy. Um, I'd say Zack Snyder might to be, be the, the antithesis of, <laughs> of brunch. Yeah. And not brunchy, no, doesn't hours. need to be, never needs to be. Well, it does if we're considering it for our podcast brunch movie. Sure, Todd. no, yeah, it doesn't doesn't make <laughs> we your, have found the least doesn't make the brunch menu tonight, no, or nor ever. We we know now how low it can go. Joker was more brunchy. Than this. Hello, can you go? There we go. Hello, can you go? Is that Steppenwolf as well? I kind of wanted to drink so. the coffee they had. <laughs> okay, right. so they this is more of a more of a foodless coffee oh, session yeah, rather than a, or tea yeah I'm tea British, time tea time so movie I make tea the right way yeah. uh, Brandon, do you have any opinions on uh, whether this was brunchy or not uh i i would agree it's uh, not brunchy Zach, Zach snyder makes everything way too dark that doesn't fit a brunchy theme at all and uh, at four hours uh, no way are you brunching <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> so uh pairings 
Yeah. Let's do Terry's. Let's, let's let's start with someone who might have enjoyed this movie. Todd, can you can you start with your pairing? <laughs> um, pairings. Yeah, I think you're gonna want like a big serving of roast beef because it's really something you got to <laughs> chew on and focus on eating. You're looking at a very you're looking at an un- you're looking at a very like texturally challenging um brunch here. Uh, um, but not thing. a bad one, a good one, like roast beef, and then you're going to have some um, some unsweetened Greek yogurt. Uh, you, you can make that into a, either a sauce that goes on the roast beef, or you can put in some some granola. There's yogurt sauces. Don't knock until you tried it, Brandon. Um, then you put some granola in so that it's it's not like completely not sweet, but it's also like crunchy. The 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 yogurt, Dave. I think you like hot yogurt and stuff. I think you can get behind me on this this one. But love um, warm, love it. And you have like, you have to have another, you can have a beer with it, but it's really like challenging beer, like a quad IPA or something just like so hoppy that you kind of have to like take breaks from it. Um, And, but it's like all the individual parts are very good, but they're all very challenging. And so if you're challenged by any of them, you're likely to just walk away from this brunch entirely. But if you stick through it, it's there's a good meal to be had there. That's Mm. me. That was just that was an absurd brunch pairing. <laughs> I like it. I get it. Uh, it so good. like hard to chew roast beef. Hard to ingest, but enjoyable in some ways. <laughs> Those good ones is in your stomach, is what you're saying, maybe. Yes, the nutrients are definitely there. Like, yeah, and the flavor. <laughs> Welcome to Flavor Country. Okay, that's the quote. All right, Brandon, I'll let you go. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I agree with some elements of Todd's description. Uh, if you're going to uh, pair it with something, it's not really going to be a typical brunch food. It's going to be uh, uh, something <laughs> something a little hearty, uh, you know, maybe like a, uh, uh, you know, like uh, one of those hunks of uh, steak that they give you at like the, uh, the Bob Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Evans uh, steak. Yeah. Country fried yeah. steak. Yeah. Yeah, and and nothing sweet. Uh, you can't have anything sweet with this. Uh, no, definitely not. No place for it. No, no fruit. No, no cream. Oh, come on, it's just, it's just the meat. The flash, the flash is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right, Andy, what do you got? I stand corrected. This is a. Uh... This is like a hungry man meal that you like microwave, like cyborg style. And it's still like half frozen. And it's like, you know, like frozen scrambled eggs, you know, like it's it's not enjoyable. Um, But if you're pathetic, you might have to eat it like it's. um, Yeah, it's. It's basically frozen microwavable breakfast that you would pair with this, but your microwave takes four hours to cook it, and it's still <laughs> frozen at the end. Nice. But it's the only food in the house. Yeah, and it's like powdered decaf coffee to, to go with it. So you're, it's just disgusting. It just feels awful in your stomach. It, like, like while you're waiting for this microwave to cook for four hours, they just keep refilling your your decaf coffee. So you're just your stomach's just roiling with acid <laughs> and bad coffee breath. Not allowed to use the bathroom. Um, What's the calorie count on that hungry man, though? You don't want to know. Two thousand calories at least, I'd wager. <laughs> you don't want to know, Todd. You just don't. I, I I have a mean pairing for you guys. You ready? 
It's called the slow-mo brunch. All right. And what you do is you take a, let's just say cereal and um, you have to eat it with a fork. So that makes it slow and hard to eat, but you have to eat it very slowly. Okay. And, and as you eat it slowly, what you're doing is you're like, Hey, I'm part of the movie, you know, because in, in real time, I'm moving actually very fast and I'm, I'm finishing this, this cereal at a, <clears throat> at a reasonable pace, but because you're in real life, in fact, you look just dumb as shit and no one likes you. And that's a slow mm. parent. Yeah. So you, you're just like the annoying guy who's like eating cereal with a fork and everyone's <laughs> dissatisfied and no one likes looking at you. And, uh, Oh, inside the cereal bowl is just like gray wheat. wheat. <laughs> not not frosted mini wheats back. No, no, no. Shredded it's, it's, big it's, 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 it's the bricks. It's the big unsweetened shredded wheat. Okay. Yeah, unsweetened gray shredded wheat. wheat. <laughs> it's gray wheat. It's gray too. It's been out for a while. It tastes like cardboard. The bag ripped years ago. The bag ripped. It's from 2017. So it's it's real nice. it's real shitty. Yeah. The milk is old. But there's uh, and bold, yeah. So so that's the guys. This one, this one, this one really for the epic season. This one really hurt me. Um, mm, sorry to hear that. But I'm glad to I'm glad to have seen it. It came out only, <clears throat> excuse me, at the end of May mm. in uh, Japan. So that's why I've been okay. waiting to do this. So you saw it in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a state of emergency. Oh god. <laughs> Um, speaking of which, uh, I gotta go uh, contend with COVID twenty six guys. Oh, I, just right. wanna I just want to leave a two points. So uh, one, I think you guys should all watch Aquaman. I think you're gonna respond really well to it based on your responses <laughs> to this movie. Totally. Um, uh, I see only a serious recommendation for Brandon actually. I, and... I saw Aquaman. Okay, I saw. Aquaman. Like I saw. Yeah, I saw Aquaman. I think and Aquaman's Woman. tight, but anyway, but I'm not gonna be as passionate about it as this movie. I'd never record an episode about it. Um. And uh, so that's one point. Watch out for you. Would watch never out. uninvited record an episode about it. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. From the future. Well, don't ever record an episode about it and I'll never show up. How's that? Uh, okay. Um, so yeah, I gotta go. But um, but uh, yeah, watch Aquaman and look out for the Todd cut of this episode in 2027 after I uh, get COVID 26 to the curve. Okay. Okay. Guys. Keep safe, man. Bye, buddy. Bye. Bye. I'm, Brandon, I'm do you have any? Do you have any final thoughts? Um, it, you know, I uh, went into this movie with pretty low expectations, and uh, maybe that's why I didn't uh, dislike it as <laughs> as much as some others uh, had. I had heard very negative things about the 2017 theatrical release, which is why I uh, skipped it entirely. Uh, so I would uh, I would say. You know, as as much as uh, you guys disliked it, and as much as uh, Todd seemed to really love it, I think the uh, <laughs> uh, uh, speaking for comic book fans, if you're a comic book fan, you'll you'll appreciate a lot of things about the movie, despite the fact that the movie itself is uh, is a hot mess. Um, the epilogue, in particular, now that Todd's not here to defend it, uh, is where it really went off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> That was insane. Uh, that was if insane. It, yeah, if it had just quit at the part where Cyborg, you know, listens to his father's uh, message, you mm -hmm. know, and kind of a little little heartwarming uh, uh, part at the end there, 
uh, it would have been fine, but it, it had to start dealing in, in time travel and, and premonitions that, uh, uh, you know, really have absolutely no payoff and therefore no, no business being in the, uh, in the movie. <laughs> I've been dead inside a long time. But even I have a little bit. And if you cross that line, I swear to God. Before what, Bruce? Kill me? You don't want to kill me. I'm your best friend. Besides, who's going to give you a reach around? Yeah, can I ask, does the Joker have any ability that would help in any way to deal with the threat no. that they're facing in that alternate future? No, not, not, not uh, obvious <laughs> ones. Yeah. You know, if, the, if there's something that he knows or something that he's in possession of that maybe we're not aware of because Zack Snyder didn't deign to tell us, then, you know, so be it. But uh, we'll never know at this point. The Joker kind of just works because he, like, takes hostages and things, right? And is a thorn in Batman's side, not because he has superpowers, right? He's kind of a criminal mastermind, but right. if Superman yeah, showed up, he could make quick work of the Joker, I assume. Absolutely. Yeah, or or Flash, or yeah, any Dude, any of the Superman could just kill them all. Villains. He has no problem. He clearly could have just murdered all of them if he wanted to. You know, it was... mm -hmm. well, they might have Krypton Knight, Kryptonite. Yeah, mm. yeah. I uh, Superman is is a problem for DC, uh, not just in the movies, but uh, in the genre, uh, just more broadly, because uh, you know he it's was basically powerful. the first, yeah, just the first superhero, and all the creators that worked on him just kept dumping more and more powers uh, and and making his feats of strength uh, more heroic, um, just to interest audience audiences back in the you know 30s and 40s, and uh, you know now they're kind of stuck with him, <laughs> uh, but he's so iconic and uh, so well liked that uh, you know they keep rolling and. They invent weaknesses for him, like uh, like kryptonite and uh, and other things. Uh, Lois Lane would be another example, or, or just loved ones mm. in generals, but the uh, mother box. in general, yeah, the mother box, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Uh, 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 how'd you guys like uh, Martian Manhunter impersonating Superman's mother for some reason to, uh, to get <laughs> Lois Lane to leave her? Well, apart? I didn't. I thought that I thought that this character was going to be important. And it's like, oh, there's a weird shapeshifter that I, I I'm not familiar with. And no, no, no memory of what that purpose that served. So now right. I'm remembering that happened. And, I'm like, and then yeah. he shows up in the end and it's like, OK, this is going to be important. Like he's going to reveal that he's the Green Lantern. I kind of thought like he was going to be like, oh, I'm, you know, this important thing. And then he's like. Some call me Martian. the yeah. Martian Manhunter. Like, I'm, oh, I'm supposed to know what that means. It's yeah. like that is the worst superhero nickname. Like, so you're well. a shapeshifter and you can fly and you're an alien. He also oh. has super strength. Okay, clearly the Martian Manhunter. I guess like yeah. you lose me when so like in the Avengers, right? We we get to we get to go with the Guardians of the Galaxy and we go to a place called Nowhere. And it's a planet that is the skull of a god from the past. We have Guardians of the Galaxy 2, where there's like a living planet god that's the father of Quill. We're in these fantastical locations. This is space. Super Todd. Um, you know, whether I Super Todd from there. the future, where uh, um, the Snyder Cut never What was that? Moved. Future Todd is, is still yeah, sending us subliminal messages. He's <laughs> fuging in. He's in so so we, we get all of the space stuff, which is, is cool, right? Yeah, but then when you don't come back to Earth and be like, "Oh, by the way, Mars guys, Mars is an important player in this intergalactic uh, struggle," right? <laughs> but in in DC, it's like they introduced the planet Apocalypse, 
and then they're like, oh yeah, by the way, the Martian Manhunter, like, <laughs> like <laughs> Mars, baby, you know, like why, Mars. <laughs> why, why is Mars important at all if there's a planet called Apocalypse filled with gods that have conquered tens of thousands of worlds? Like, like guys, like we got to we got to worry about Mars here, man. The Martian Manhunter is coming. Like, <laughs> well, that, yeah, I mean the. Totally, uh, Background knowledge of the comics definitely helps with that. Uh, you know, Martian Manhunter is a, a you know a, a early member of the Justice League in the comics, and uh, so he's he's a, a comic fan favorite. But the way they just kind of shoehorned him into this movie was uh, completely doing uh, him a disservice. Yeah. yeah, and it'd be like Ben giving... Ben Affleck wasn't in the movie and he shows up at the end. It's like, yeah. By the way, <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> Yeah, and and the fact that uh, you know, Bruce just <laughs> Bruce just wakes up from a from that weird uh, uh, dream, and then Martian Manhunter is just there, kind of watching him sleep. Is just a yeah. little. Uh, he's like, "Oh, like but I'm a good it. guy. Don't worry." And, yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's just like, "Oh, well, great, great storytelling, guys. Great. Good storytelling. to meet you. I'm I'm gonna go back to to my nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> I do not." Envy John trying to edit this episode. This is going to be the, <laughs> the John cut. I was going to ask you guys: Are our episodes normally this meandering, or uh... this one? Yes, is, yes. Yeah. No, sometimes we're more focused. It's, yeah, it's when you listen, when it's... you guys haven't even like, officially ended the record yet. I'm just waiting for that. Okay, should we wrap it up? What's yeah, our let's sign? wrap it up. The episode is over. Is that, is that a wrap up? <laughs> we came up with. Oh, We've been uh, trying to think of a wrap up. Keep on crunching. Uh, now the episode is over. <laughs> Stop the record. <laughs> okay, episode over. And with that coming from comment from Brandon, the episode is over. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should probably say, uh, Brandon, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks. Um, we want we want to have you back to talk more comic book movies, but you're coming back at theaters soon. Um, that would be great. Talk about, maybe we could talk about Black Widow um, and have a bit more fun because I'm sure there will be one or two moments of levity in, in in that film which lend itself well to a comedy podcast <laughs> i would i would enjoy that is that Great. the scarlett johansson one yeah, yeah.